Again, Erev Shabbos, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. On this Erev Shabbos, Erev Pesach. Who's excited? Who's pumped? Erev Shabbos, Erev Pesach. We're going to have an amazing Shabbos as we get ready for Pesach. What a Shabbos. Thank you for joining us. Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos, generally sponsored by Mende and Sipora Fishman, as Chus Rechai Rivka by Sipora Fredo, in memory of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, Rabbi Yaakov Tzvi, and David Aryeh. Thank you to our dear friends, the Fishmans, for sponsoring this series for the year. Here comes Shabbos. We are running out of time. Here comes the siren, and with this we begin. This is no ordinary Erev Shabbos. This is no ordinary Shabbos. It is Shabbos Hagadol. It is the Shabbos that precedes Pesach. It is the Shabbos that we turn from a katan into a gadol. We go from being children, minors, dependent, to being able to find our voice, to being able to find our maturity, our sophistication, to find our sense of independence, to find our sense of adulthood. Stop making excuses, stop blaming others why we can't be ready in time and why we can't tap into the beauty of Shabbos, but rather to grow up and to realize. The Gemara Bab Metziah says that a katan is someone who's somech al shulchan acherim, someone who relies on others. And a gadol is someone who's eno somech al shulchan acherim, who's independent. So this is the Shabbos of being a gadol, says Rav Mishor. This is the Shabbos that we realize that we're capable, that we're adult, that we're sophisticated, that we're mature. This was the Shabbos that when in Egypt, the Jewish people were no longer passive spectators to their own destiny. We no longer just allowed things around us to unfold. We took the deity, the God of our oppressor, of the Egyptian, we took that lamb, that sheep, and we tied it to the bedpost. We stayed that way for four days till we slaughtered it. Do you know what it is to be a slave for 210 years and take the God of your oppressor who tortured you and in their face, to throw it in their face, that you tie up their God and ultimately slaughter their God? But that was how we expressed and affirmed our independence, our maturity, our recognition that we don't rely and depend on others, that we don't have to conform and we don't have to serve anyone other than the Almighty, and that we don't have to serve anyone other than our Creator. So Rav Avram Shur says that's what Shabbos HaGadol is all about. Last week was the Drusha, but this is the true Shabbos HaGadol. This is the true week in which we go from being a Katan to a Gadol. We go from being a child to being an adult, defined not by age, but rather being defined by attitude, by how we see ourselves. So on this Friday, this turn Friday into Erev Shabbos, don't blame and don't be a spectator and don't wait, but rather be assertive and take initiative. Step up and be ready. Let Shabbos find you waiting instead of the opposite. Back to Bayam Durachach, we've been learning Ravitch and Meyer Morgenstern's wonderful safer about Shabbos. And he's been talking about Friday, how we get ready. And last week we last left off, we were talking about Toameh, that the Arizal, the great Rav Yitzchak Gloria had the practice of tasting all the food on Erev Shabbos because if one were hosting a dignitary for a state dinner, one would taste all the food, make sure that it was tasty, make sure that it was delicious, make sure that it met all the standards, a little uh, quality control before you served that actual high-profile dinner. There is no high, more high-profile guest than on Shabbos the Almighty, the greatest high-profile guest, the Shabbos Queen. And therefore, to Amel, the custom of tasting something on Erev Shabbos is the way we show the honor of Shabbos, that we understand the great prominence, the great dignity of our guest. In order to really understand this, says Rav Meyer Morgenstern, one needs to understand the act of eating, what eating is all about. 
On Shabbos, you would think that you become entirely spiritual, and yet, on Shabbos, we interact with, specifically, the physical world. We eat and engage and imbibe the delicacies, and we we take a rest. So Shabbos, the way that we grow spiritually, is in fact by enriching ourselves physically. How does that make sense? Because the work, the effort, the exercise of Shabbos is legalos es or eloki besoch to reveal the light of God within creation. Legalos ochel tov mitzad atzmo hatov. The idea of engaging in our appetite on Shabbos is not because the food is an end to itself. It's not because the good is in the food, although we have some pretty good food, but rather it is the light in the food, the light of godliness, that within anything that has a taste and a wonderful smell, that anything that is a recipe to a family member, anything that will enable and help us and support us and promote us in honoring the Shabbos, one can find the light of Hashem in it. So when we engage the physical on Shabbos, we are engaging it differently than we do all week long. We are elevating it. We are transforming it. That it's not only something physical as apart from that which is spiritual, in competition with that which is spiritual, but rather we imbue and we endow the physical with a sense of being spiritual. So when you say the words, L'Kavit Shabbos Kodesh, before you eat the first bite of each of the courses of food you're going to eat, L'Kavit Shabbos Kodesh, that this eating, it's for my boich, it's delicious, it's for my palate, I love it, but it's L'Kavit Shabbos Kodesh. It's not just a physical food, I am elevating, I am transforming it, because I am making it something which is spiritual. As we are on the cusp of Pesach, that's also the idea of Pesach altogether. One of my favorite insights for the Pesach Seder, I'll give you a little something yet to say, as you're running out of time to prepare. We say half hollow before the meal and half hollow after the meal. Did it never occur to you, why is the meal not a half sake, not an interruption? You can't in the middle of on, on Hanukkah, or on Rosh Chodesh, or on Sukkot, or Pesach morning. You can't halfway through Hala say, you know what? I'm going to go make Kiddush. I'll finish Hala when I come back. You can't interrupt the middle of Hala with Kiddush, with food. So how is it that at the Seder night we say half Hala, then we have the meal, then we conclude and we say the other half Hala. So some suggest because we break Hala into two, it's two different Halals. One, the first half of Hala is all about the Gula, the redemption of the past. But it's all about our experience of when God was there for us and when He saved us and when He liberated us in history. And the second half of Hallel, which is a new Hallel that comes after the meal, is all about the gratitude, the Hallel of destiny, not history, of an anticipation and our recognition and our countdown and our belief and our optimism and our faith that He will redeem us once again. And therefore, it's not an interruption because, in fact, these are two separate Hallels. And that is a beautiful explanation. But my favorite explanation is because when one eats the meal in an elevated way, as royalty, as a regal, Bas and Ben Melech, as royalty, then the meal is not an interruption, it is part of the halal. You're not breaking up the halal. There's halal with words and there's halal with action. So we praise and we thank God by singing the halal, but also when we eat in a way where we're not serving ourselves, but we're serving Him, we're seeing the food not as competing with our soul, but nourishing our soul. We are transforming even the act of eating into something which is elevating the kind of conversation that we have over the Seder table. It's a very, very important idea because it means when you get that break for the Shulchan Orich at the Seder, it's not a time finally, a letdown, close the Haggadah, enough with the Divrei Torah, enough with the conversations, enough with the Exodus, no. It's not enough to now distract ourselves by going to mundane conversation. It should be the most elevated and elevating conversation. We talk about ideas, 
not about people or things in that meal. And when we do, we take the food, the breaking of the bread, so to say, of matzah. That act of eating that meal is not an interruption to the halal. It is a continuation of the halal. It is the bridge between the first half and the second half of the halal because of that eating. So back to Ravitch and Meyer. He says that on Shabbos, we are in fact engaging, our body we're engaging, the world of Gashmias, but that's how we elevate our soul. So when do we begin that? Already on Erev Shabbos. So when you go into that kitchen, you sneak a little potato kogel, you sneak a shtickle uh, green beans, not kitten yos, Erev Pesach, you sneak a little bit of, of some of the Shabbos food on Erev Shabbos, we are already beginning to say that this food is not just a physical indulgence, I'm not just diving in and nourishing my body, but the food itself is the way I elevate my soul. We, we begin to insert ourselves into this effort. You see here a very important idea. The idea of tasting the Shabbos food Erev Shabbos is the idea of tasting the holiness of Shabbos on Erev Shabbos. It's the idea that it's not just when the sun goes down, it's not just the time of candlelighting, it's not just that Mincha on Friday that Shabbos begins, but we are hungry, we're counting down, we are excited, we're already bringing in the energy of Shabbos to Erev Shabbos. The Hargish has Oros HaShabbos, to bring in the light, in a way that we're preparing. Or we are accustoming ourselves to the light. You know, you can't look right at the sun. When you come out of darkness into light, you got to go slowly, you got to adjust. Similarly, come out from the weekday into the light of Shabbos, you have to adjust. Friday is when we adjust. We merit to an elevated life, Shem Chaye Emes, a true light. Even the physical is able to contribute to the spiritual light when we experience. I want to wish everyone a chai kosher v'sameach. We're off next Friday. We'll pick it up after Pesach. Have a uh, wonderful Pesach, a beautiful Shabbos, a Shabbos which is restful. You're not allowed to prepare on Shabbos for after Shabbos, so not preparing on Shabbos for the Seder, but get a lot of rest on Shabbos, and you will have the best and the most magnificent Seder. Wishing everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy. May we all experience the redemption together. Recovered Shabbos Kodesh, before every bite, recovered Shabbos. Let's go put your hands together. Turn Friday into Arab Shabbos. Feel that light here it comes. Shabbos, Shabbos, Kodesh. Shabbos, oh yeah, Shabbos. All the Pesach preparation. How badly do we all need Shabbos? How much does Shabbos come at the perfect time this week? Shabbos Hagadol. This is it. All right, everybody, have a magnificent and a wonderful Shabbos.